Hello, Butt listeners. We are at the Parkway Speakeasy Theater in Oakland, coming to you, well, sort of live once we get it posted. And we are talking to Will the Thrill, who runs Thrillville. He's from Thrillville. And he runs the shack. He is Thrillville, and he's dressed like Thrillville. So resplendent. Such an outfit. It's amazing. And it's totally befitting of this event to celebrate Shatner. We're all over this. This is like you're kissing Will the Thrill's butt. <laughs> so I'm not the the real Will the the. No, it's not like Elmer Club, but the real Will the Thrill is of course Will the Thrill Shatter. Of course, I'm a cheap imitator, but I do what I can. But but we're here to celebrate him. So what inspired you to start showing the great movie Impulse? Well, someone showed it to me on um, a video cassette tape. It's something from the previous century, and. Um, it's outmoded now, but I had the equipment and I watched the, uh, the film. And then it coincidentally, I found out a friend of mine had a print in 35 millimeter at the Warepad in San Francisco. So I said, "Well, you know, it's synchronicity." So first time I showed it, it was a huge hit. I just showed, you know, and I, I also had a Shatner doing Rocket Man because he is one of the great lounge singers of all time. Definitely inspired my lounge lizard persona. And, uh, you know, once you put it all together, you had Shatfest. So, I mean, there's nothing like it. So I, I had to bring it back because I was turning people away with a fire hose. So now it's become, this is like the fifth or sixth one. And I've shown Impulse about four times. I've also shown Kingdom of the Spiders, Devil's Reign. And my, my holy grail, of course, is White Comanche. Which I'm going to get you. On DVD, right? Yeah. We love love White Comanche. Right. I want to find a 35mm print. It's got to be out there somewhere. I'll put it out there. If you have it, I'll show it. Now, do you find that it's mostly the same people coming back to see Impulse over and over again? I'm not really paying attention. I don't know. I don't really look at their faces. It's just a sea of, you know... Minions. Is it now, but now that you've shown it so many times, is it kind of turning into like Rocky Horror where people are pointing out certain favorite things and getting ready for good scenes that are coming out? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, nobody sings along with it or anything and there's, <laughs> nobody throws food. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's become a, a regional cult favorite. I mean, I think probably much to Shatner's horror uh, if you found out this piece of his past has been unearthed on a regular basis. So uh, yeah, I think we've all discovered it together and there's always newbies. I'm sure there's new. Newbies tonight amongst the shad heads. So, <laughs> so um, well, I just lost my train of thought. I can't impulse, answer. impulse virgins. We're gonna break them in. Uh, oh, it's gonna be great. We love impulse. We reviewed it on the show twice. We think it's just it, it's got such um, horrible things throughout, and yet there is Bill giving a hundred and ten percent. That's how he is. All the yes. time. All the time. Everything he does was complete conviction and passion. Yeah. So I think that's why people love him. He's he's sincere. Yeah, and he also, I mean, if you notice, he was the first Dr. Evil. He did the whole thing with the pinky and the, and the side of the mouth. People, was, And then there was, there was a white cat in that scene, too, somewhere, someone noticed. So Michael Myers has some explaining to do, I think. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So what, do you have a favorite part of Impulse? Is there one scene that you just like or love? The, car, the, the chase of the car wash is pretty standard. I mean, that gets a standing ovation usually. As well it should. I mean, I was telling you about the first time I saw it, and at that point, my my jaw dropped. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, the whole thing with the odd job, or, you know, the guy playing the sprawl officer, and, you know, the the slow chase of the car wash, and then the hanging. I don't want to give it away. He's using him as a punching bag. It's just, I don't know, anyone kept a straight face on the set. And yet, they were all very somber and sincere. It was a serious thriller. You had mentioned that um, you had been reading somewhere that someone who worked on the film had posted a comment 
Right. Um, somebody who had been a, like an, an extra or something um, said it was filmed in Florida in the development that he lived in, and uh, the, the house the little girl lived in was one of the model homes. And so this kid and his sister got to be extra kids in this, and then Bill bought them milkshakes. Oh yeah, Florida, because the, the filmmaker uh, William uh, Greffy, I think he says how you say. Yeah, he also made Sting of Death down in Florida. He made some real uh, classics. I showed here Lots of fine craft movies. Sting of Death about it, about a uh, like a mantis man who wears like a garbage garbage uh, uh, bag on his head. So one of the questions that we always ask ourselves whenever we watch anything that Philip has been in, when we look at his female co-stars, is did he do it? You're asking. Well. <laughs> There's only I got some dirt, actually. Oh, good. Well, let's see. We know his wife was in this, Marcy. So, of course, he did her. But we I don't know that. that he was married to Marcy at that point. But he was doing her at the oh, time. Yes. But then you come to people like Ruth Roman. So, he's, right? he was auditioning wives on the set yeah, of Impulse. Probably. I guess she was the best. So Ruth she got Roman, the job. Right? She yeah. Was like the older woman in there. Oh, man. She's pretty hot. I think, I think so, yeah. Okay. So, he did. All right. All right. I don't know. I'm assuming. So, give us your dirt. the dirt? Well, I, I've known two actresses who worked with Bill. One is Yvonne Craig, you know, Batgirl, who was yes. in a, an episode of Star Trek. Whom the gods And the other was Julie Parrish, who was in, uh, uh, you know, the first episode uh, that was broadcast. <laughs> Not the original pilot, but the... the uh, uh, Salt Lake You know, the... Uh, no, Julie Parrish was in the uh, the two-parter. Oh, the cage? The cage, yeah. No, not the cage, but the one they... The, the exactly, yeah. She greeted them as they came down. He didn't do either one of them. He tried, but he tried, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh see, look at... I fell off my chair. I literally just fell off the chair. Thank you for telling me he tried. That's yeah, really oh, he definitely tried. I mean, several times. So, so what was wrong with these women? With Batgirl? They said no. I mean, gee. I guess they wanted to be different. I don't know. Want to you know, you know being stand out in Hollywood? Goes so far when you it's know. on your resume. I didn't do Bill Shepard, or he didn't do me. <laughs> Only a very small percentage of women in Hollywood can actually say that. I didn't sleep. Maybe Yvonne Craig was holding out for Adam West. <laughs> yeah. Who also talked in a haunting manner. Well, they probably worked that out together when they were both doing Alexander the Great. Actually, she didn't do Adam West. Sorry, Yvonne. No, she didn't. My stepmom screwed Elvis. Could I say that? <laughs> I follow that dream. Yeah. Can I say screwed on podcast? Yeah, you can. We say fuck on our podcast. Oh, okay. All right, my stepmother fucked Elvis then. Okay. Great. Follow that dream. That's awesome. Um, Have you ever looked into getting Alexander the Great to show? I hope my stepmom doesn't have an iPad. (laughs) (laughs) Have shown which one? Alexander the Great. Have you seen it? No. Oh, maybe we should make a copy. We need to send you that. Shatner's in that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. TV movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone told me about that. Someone might have given me a copy of that, and I. It's in my. He, he's really gorgeous, and um, there is a bathtub yeah, yeah. scene, and there's a wrestling scene where you can actually see actual. Butt is he in it a lot? He's Alexander. Oh wow, yeah. he's the great. Who's Adam West? He's uh, his lover. What's his name? Yeah, Alexander's buddy, but in this one, they're just friends. Just Can you imagine being the director on that set with two two guys who can't remember their <laughs> lines? So they're always looking at cue cards, and maybe they're looking at each other's cue cards. <laughs> Which would make it... I know. Oh, well, you're exaggerating a bit. You know. Okay, we got a shadhead here interrupting us. <laughs> no, but John Cassavetes is in 
Bennett and Joseph Cotton. Wow. Yeah. And, and uh, well, there's another Holy Grail. I got a lot of Holy Grails. Isn't like Sal Minio in it too, or someone? Maybe someone. Yeah. I don't know. like that. Yeah. It's a it's a real lineup of sixty sort of middle mid level stars. So did he do Sal Minio? Is the question. That's a good question. He he definitely did the woman who plays the. That's the, always a given. Princess, princess dancing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of the contract that they do. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we sort of um, hypothesized that. So, have you ever met the man? No, I haven't. Have you gone to a Trek convention? I'm not a Trekkie. I'm a shadhead. Like, I only like TOS. Uh, which okay, I just recently learned means the original series. I just wonder what the hell does that mean? Oh, the original series. Because I like the, the only che- series. Well, I like the thank you. Well, I like the, I love uh, three reasons I watch it. You know, the miniskirts, monsters, and mascara. So the, I heard they're redoing Star Trek with like new high tech special effects, and they're making the ship look like a real ship, and mm-hmm. aliens look like real aliens. Whatever that means. I don't know. And uh, yeah, well, see that they're taking everything out of it that I love about it, except for Shatner. I hope. So, I mean, I, I like the cheese. I like the 60s yeah. cheese. So Well, our whole thing is that Star Trek is about sex. And that's what it's about. I mean, yeah. yeah it, the rest of it, oh, it's the future, it's optimistic, blah, 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 humanity, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's about, about sex. Captain Kirk's sexual quest through outer space. Absolutely. Conquering, yeah. Green alien women. Exactly. That, they don't have to be green. Yeah. And they don't even have to be alien women. My, but they pretty much do have to be women. Women, I would say. Yeah. 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 So, um, we, we've you ever notice how his lips look all puffy after he's been making out? Oh, yeah. Especially after you kissed Andrea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, he, her lipstick's on him. What's that? What's that story about? Uh, you know, the first kiss, the first interracial kiss. Yeah, he and Michelle. And it was going to be Spock. Right. It was supposed to be Michelle kissing Spock. And, and, and Bill tells the story that he went into them and said, "Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to kiss." Yes, Michelle. I mean, Uhuru. It's going to be me. I mean, Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Billy yeah. is not a man to miss that kind of no, opportunity. No, he's not. One good thing about the remastered ones, which we've seen some of right now, I haven't is seen that them. they cleaned them up a lot, so if you can put aside the... the cleaned them up? You can see everything so clearly, and we love to look at Bill, and his cleaned-up version, you can see his beautiful, beautiful face so much and better. his beautiful, beautiful basket. Yeah, you can see the basket at high relief in many scenes. Huh, okay. So oh, I'll give it like a shot. more contrast in there, more outlines, a lot of... They still know, have the white girl with the horn in his head and stuff? Like that, you know, and I don't know if they've done that episode yet. They're only like a third of the way. How about through. the tribbles? Are the tribbles all like CGI now? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, see what I'm saying? Well, once you once you go there, we were really scared about it. But when we went to the Sacramento Star Trek convention, the rubber rock monsters. <laughs> Michael and Denise Okuyo, who are sort of supervising this yeah. whole thing, were there and taking questions, and they showed some of it and the minute we saw it we were like so excited because the changes they've made are the things you said the ship is more like a ship ah. and stuff like that but they haven't changed the the personal scenes the, the scenes of the characters done any well, that's good. that and that's yeah. what that's what I want to see I really don't care if they you know make the star field a little clearer or something big fucking deal but I mean, I watch it, but I mean, I'm going to keep my original DVD set because I like the I like the little you know the plastic blinking lights yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. Now we just got back from the Star Trek experience in Las Vegas, uh-huh. which was awesome and pretty much a total geek out for both of us. You think? Because it's like being in Star Trek when you're there, and they have all these props, and then you get to go backstage and see how they do it, which we were totally thrilled with. Right. 
Well, what's great about Shaf is, is that he had a whole career outside of Star Trek, which mm-hmm. I was, when I was a kid, I was a big Star Trek fan. And then I started watching his films, you know, and then I realized that he was great. And then the stuff he did before Star Trek, like The Outer Limits and The Twilight Zone. Right, and we're collecting a, a, a lot of that stuff. Our collection continues to grow, and our listeners are so good about finding this stuff yeah. and sending it to us or telling us this is where it is on Yeah, the last year I showed so uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I showed the episode with, from uh, The Man from Uncle with. With, right, with right, uh, Shatner right. and yeah, Stryga. Stryga. Right, exactly. Right. right, right. We just recently were able to get our hands on something we could not find for years, which was a TV movie he did called The Tenth Level, which was post Star Trek, uh-huh. which was about uh, psychological experiments, and it has been lost for years and years and years. And finally, somebody managed to get a copy that had been taped on an old video machine and is now available. Wow. And it was so good, was viewable, because yeah. one of our listeners had sent me a videotape copy of it, and you couldn't even watch it. You couldn't tell what the hell was going on. But the, this, uh, See, instead of redoing Star Trek, they should redo that. Well, yeah, <laughs> and we keep talking about there should be an all Shatner TV channel because yeah. there's so much stuff. Yeah, and you'd show you know impulse at midnight every Saturday night or something, or, or every something night. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to gather some you know energy around an all Shatner channel. Maybe it'll be an internet only channel. But we figured there is so much stuff that he's done between free Star Trek, Star Trek, TJ Hooker, Emergency 911. My dad, my father was on TJ Hooker once. I've never seen it. Really? We have, i got to find that episode, yeah. My father, Robert Navarro. Wow. Yeah. But you could show Bill all the time, 24 hours a day. Pretty much. 365. It would be great. The Shat Fest channel. And they have all the Shatner commercials. I mean, we could have Promise That's Margarine true. and um, the, the travel thing. The, and yeah. And Chilling for Lawyers. And DirecTV. DirecTV. Everything that he's done. We have a collection of commercials as well. Wow. Have you guys met him? Yeah. Oh, yes. You gals, I should say. They're women, in case you're wondering. <laughs> not, not Boy, what women? <laughs> not teenagers, no. Yeah, we've met him. Um, I met him twice. Wow. I've met him more times than that. Did you yeah. guys do it? Not yet. We would. Not yet. We absolutely would. Putting it out there, Bill. <laughs> Two more undone fans. Yeah. <laughs> undone <laughs> fans. <laughs> that pretty much sums us up. It's not yet done. Yes. That's the way we like to do Not it. yet done. Yeah. Not yet done, Bill.com. That should be it. <laughs> All right, well, anything else? Uh, I think that's it. This Great roll. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Listen, if there's some people over there who want to get on the show and talk to us about their own I'm going to bring them over? Absolutely. Right over some shot heads? Love to do it. All right, talk well, thanks, gals. Okay, the thrill All is right. gone. Thank you. Lincoln. Lincoln, hi. Okay. I'm Kitty. This is Lena. Hi. Nice and, to meet and you. And our podcast is called Look at His Butt, <laughs> and it's about Star Trek uh-huh. and uh, sex and William Shatner's butt. I watch Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> And you're here tonight at this wonderful event. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time you've seen Impulse? No, I saw it last year at, at Shatfest. And was that the first time you'd ever That seen was it? the first time I saw it. And what did you think? Well, he's back for more. I'm back, what do you I'm think back you to see it again. I, I really enjoyed it. Did you think it was the best worst thing you've ever seen? Yes, it's horribly good. <laughs> as I described it. And do you have a favorite scene in this movie? I know there are a lot to choose from. Okay, I was drinking a lot of beer when I saw it last <laughs> year. I think that helps. helped. I think that helped a lot. I think it's a combination of uh, the, the chase through the car wash. And, you know, I was just really impressed by the opening sequence where he's at the strip club. And it was just all yes. these, like, it was like a montage of Shatner being so smarmy. He was like, you know, all these kind of just looks of Shatner. I was, 
I thought that was amusing. Oh, that's great. Now, um, have you seen any more Batch? I know there's a lot of Batch Shatter stuff out there. So uh, have you, like, sought out some of the, the other stuff? I've looked, but not very hard. I've heard about one where he speaks Esperanto or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's called Incubus. Incubus. I've, I've read about it, but I've never seen it. I don't know where I could have possibly seen it. It's actually a, a good good film. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. And, oh. Um, but you can see snippets of it in one of the uh, Wesley Snipes. What's the movie? Oh, that's right. In the Blade, right? Blade, like in Blade Two or Blade Three, they're speaking Esperanto, so they always have this movie running so they can practice. <laughs> it's true. We have a screen cap of the movie with the with Incubus on the TV, uh-huh. and Wesley Snipes, you know, doing his dialogue with some chick. <laughs> Now, so, how can you get your hands on this movie? Is it possible to get it? It's on DVD. This? Yeah, you can get it's it. It's on DVD? Yeah, yeah, I think you can even get it via Netflix. Right? Really? Oh, I think yeah. it might be, yeah. I'm so putting now, that on I, my I got it on uh, VHS like three or four years ago when it was first rediscovered and it came out, but now it's out on DVD. It's on DVD. Yeah, it's great. Now, some of the other bad bill you might want to check out, yeah. though, is like um, Secrets of a Married Man. Yeah. Is, uh, when was that made? Um, 70, uh, in the 70s like when he was 70s. doing this stuff like Impulse, you know? Why was he doing this stuff? Was he just desperate for work? Or? He was paying the bills. Paying the bills? Because uh, in, in, his, in his divorce, yeah. the, the alimony settlement was based on his Star Trek salary, and then Star Trek got canceled. Oh. So he pretty much would do anything to keep paying Bound. the alimony, paying the child support. That's rough. So, yeah. Poor guy. So he did a lot of, you know, super crapola, and <laughs> yeah. God love him, it's all still out there. <laughs> wow, well, um, we're, we're happy that, that you came and all these other folks came to celebrate William Shatner. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for, yes. worship at his altar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, any parting words for the audience? Uh, oh, shoot, now you got me. I don't oh, know. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot. But um, are you going to come back next year? Probably. All right, good. All right, we'll see you Hopefully then. we'll have something new for next year. Yeah. But I'd see this again, too. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but can I just... Great, then you'll, you'll be perfect. Okay. I'm Kitty. Hey, Kitty. I'm Paul. Pleased to I'm meet Paul. you. Hi, and I'm Lena. Lena, pleased to meet so you. So we have a, a podcast called Look at His Butt, as you can see, which is all about um, William Shatner. Is it just Shatner's butt? Yeah. Oh, okay. That is the butt of butt. We do look at other butts. We have oh. considered other butts. We did Gene Kelly's butt. We did Gene Kelly's butt. It's Probably a little great. more toned than Shatner. It is. Since he was a dancer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Shatner in the day. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. We, we talk about Star Trek and we mostly talk about William Shatner and all the wonderful okay. things that he's done. And um, we've actually reviewed Impulse twice on our show. Once was not enough. We How did you guys discover that movie? Because it's very obscure. It, it, Will was stunned when I was telling him this. It was shown within the past year on local television. And I didn't know it was coming on. I'm channel surfing, and I went, oh, my God. You mean local around here? Yeah. Like uncut or a yeah. regular station or a cable? It, it was I'm one surprised. Of the, it was one of the cheapy stations, okay. you know. But, so I quick popped a tape in, but uh-huh. I missed the first 20 minutes. Honey, whenever I buy a cheap videotapes, I've got probably 10 extra copies. I'll lay one on you. I sell movies online on eBay. I've got tons of video copies and even a bootleg DVD from Asia of Impulse. Of they, Impulse? On DVD. No. But it's obviously, they just took the DVD off the video copy. Mm. Yeah. So the copy that we have, so we've got it on video, but we also have a DVD that came from where? Where did they make that DVD from? Um, I think Super, Super Happy, Happy Fun. Fun? Probably a bootleg. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, well, no one's ever going to release that no, thing. No, no. But if you ever want an official 
uh, station issue, you know, official studio issue video, I'll give you an extra copy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I work when I'm not here. Um, you can find me. Do you guys live in Oakland? I work in Oakland. Okay. Um, you know where the Grand Lake Theater is? Right down the street from that, there's a bookstore called Walden Pond Books. Okay. It's been there 30 years. I work there Fridays and Saturday nights. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we'll I come in down the line. We'll get you guys a copy of Impulse on tape. An official video copy for your, for your archives. Yeah. So, so we discovered it right, and, and I was it was taping it, you know, uh-huh. and it's so uniquely bad, as you may know, that I'm sitting in the living room watching this, and my husband's in another uh-huh. part of the room, and he's hearing the music, just the music, cue him in, and he came out and went, "What are you watching?" But I taped the whole thing because I'd never seen it, and I mean, my mom was hanging out with her husband, uh-huh. it's so amazing. And then, of course, I had to, you know, play it for Lena, so we reviewed it for the show. But I didn't have the first 20 minutes. So when we managed to get a DVD of it, we had to review it again. Uh-huh. How did you find it? It's a good question. Is this thing on? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, I didn't even know you'd been recording. I had heard... I'm trying to remember the actual story, how I found it. I had heard about the movie for years. I found a cheap copy of the videotape. No one had told me how weird it was. I've always been a Shatner fan. Um, I just popped the thing in my thing and my jaw started to drop. Just not over, you know, I thought first was like sadness. Like, this is a great actor. I've liked Star Trek. He must have been really needing the bucks when he did this movie. And the more I got into it, the more low budget, low rent, perverse it was. I started chuckling and chortling. And started after about the first 20 minutes thinking, I need to have, turn other people onto this. In fact, I need to get a group of people over, throw some beer or booze in them, and have a part. This is one that's so bad it's good. You know, this deserves to, a cult like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, maybe not quite that. Yeah. But there's so much in the movie, you know, whether it's the jaw dropping, bad dialogue, Shatner's performance, the incredible, horrible fashions he wears, the disco pimp. <laughs> Mac Daddy, my uh, girlfriend at the time, my ex who's a fashion maven, like made a note on the credits like, fashions provided by Moss Brothers of Florida. Some funky thing like, they're uniquely hideous. I have Did to research their fashion that lines. In the credits, there are like several, several times when the same person does three different things, like they're the sound editor and the makeup person I have not, and the best boy. I did not catch that, but it does not surprise me. <laughs> no. So yeah. out of all the wonderful bad scenes, is there a favorite bad scene you have in this movie? It's a tie. Actually, the scene where he kind of obviously runs over the dog really poorly and the dog's dead, <laughs> and he tells you, oh, no, it's just injured. It's injured. It's it's no problem. And it's so obvious the car was never anywhere near this yeah. dog. <laughs> the scene where he's looking at the girl like... <laughs> doing this thing at her with the finger and the, the needless to say the finger on the lip which was lifted for Dr. Evil Austin Powers homage Michael Myers had to have seen this movie um, I like to see when he pops the balloon and calls the woman fat for no apparent reason other than he's just vicious and pissed off um God, what, there's one more. Oh, the immortal fight with Harold Oddjob Sakata, <laughs> where he then wash. chases him through the car wash. Yeah. yeah, this. I mean, this movie is a delirious parade of sick, twisted, demented scenes. Everybody needs to see this movie. I would love to see an official deluxe release of this with bonus stuff and commentary by Shatner, which of course he probably never oh, knew because he's embarrassed. Know. 
I would kill. I mean, I mean, this makes his other movies of the period, like Big Bad Mama or White Comanche, look like classics by comparison. Well, White Comanche is much earlier because White Comanche is pre Star Trek. Yeah, that's like Shatner's like own. Kevin it's his only spaghetti western. Yeah, a lot of people think Shatner never. Western. Yeah, was filmed in Spain. Well, they call those spaghetti western. Italian crew filmed in Spain, spaghetti western. That's his only one, though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that looks like a work of art compared to Impulse. I mean, yeah, nothing right. quite matches Impulse. It, it's you know. True. Um, we are so happy that this event is taking place because we too think that this is a film that people should see. And as we were saying with Will before, one of the things that makes it a great movie is that Bill gives, as he always does, 110%. Yeah. In the crappiest of crappy movies with no budget and horrible passions, he's acting his own part out. 120%. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's, that's my theory about Bill and about many actors is the worse the script is, the harder they try yeah. because they're determined they're going to make this work. Yeah. Like, I know there are people who not watch Spock's brain, but I watch it and I just love watching them struggle with this absolute crap whole of uh-huh. story and giving much more than they ever gave to their good stories. <laughs> yeah. What also everybody forgets is before the, all the hamminess set in, Shatner started out, he was a great Canadian trained Shakespearean mm-hmm. dramatic. His early movies, early TV, early movies, he does totally straight. Yeah. Some of his earlier stuff is amazing. Yeah. If you've ever seen a movie called The Intruder, Yes, yes. Shame. Was a wonderful movie. Yeah, really yeah. wonderful. And then in, when Star Trek hit, he kind of developed that whole kind of hammy persona, and it's kind of worked for him. He's just stayed with that. I like I like both. I like the early serious, really good Shatner and the kind of hambone Shatner. I think they're both very watched, good. Um, Boston Legal. No, I've heard good things because about he's it. Really I really can't it get back now, and it's really underplayed oh. and subtle. So it's very interesting work on his. I'm part. not sure if I'd like subtle Shatner at this point. It's though. something to see okay. because they do kind of play with the Shatner persona. Okay, the writers are very savvy. To I bought the Shatner roast tonight that was on Comedy Central yeah, uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. We a friend of mine burned it for DVD, so we're going to be showing parts of that too. Cool. Yeah, he's he's. And I, what can I say? The man's an icon. Yeah. Are you guys going to stay for the movie oh, tonight? Yeah, You've seen it on the big screen before. No, I know. I'm with so a crowd. excited. Very That's excited. amazing. You're very in for a treat. Yeah, You're in for a treat. Very excited. It's great. So, um, aside from Impulse, do you have one other maybe favorite Shatner thing that he's been in, good or bad? Gotta have like most of his stuff. Some of the TV movies, um, Pray for the Wildcats, mid seventies TV no, movies. Great. He's actually a sympathetic queue. role. Uh-huh. He's good in that. Um, favorite Shatner movies. I always like Big Bad Mama, just because I always thought Angie Dickinson was totally hot. And you right. get to see her. Like you get to see her nude in that. And for you gals, Shatner nude. Yeah. 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 Movies, though, I gotta say, I think the best movie he ever did was Intruder. It's just like, it's stark, it's serious. He won the Venice Film Actors Award for that. I mean, that's a hard ass little movie that is not dated at all. It's really heavy duty today. I think he's probably the most proudest of, you know, obviously stuff like that as opposed yeah. to this. I bet he wants to forget this movie so badly. You know, like a fever dream. You know? <laughs> there's, a, there's a new edition of Intruder out that he did a little bit of commentary. I've got that on DVD. Yeah, really where he good. and Corman are sitting yeah. talking right, about it. Roger, who's Mr. Low Budge, is like, Bill, I really didn't want to... Well, God, I hate to tell you, Roger, I would have done that movie for free. No salary. And Corman's like, I wish you told me. <laughs> Mr. Cheapskate, you know, I wish you told me. You know, yeah. yeah. You're talking to a movie geek. What can I say? Uh, well, thanks so it's a much pleasure. for being on the show. I'm going to go in and drink my beer. All right. I can't wait you. to you guys experience Impulse on the big screen with a crowd. You're going to love it. Oh, right, right. Make sure you guys have seats secured in there because they're yeah, going to go well, fast. Do well, you have some people saving seats for you? Maybe no, she's not here yet. Seat. You really need to mark your seats because this crowd will fill up in there.
to bring up from Look at His Butt podcast, uh, Lene, is that correct? And Jungle Kitty. Come on down, ladies. Give them a round of applause. All Shatner all the time. They actually tried to get started in all Shatner uh, cable shows. See, ladies and gentlemen. And they're going to give you five highlights to look for in tonight's film. Thank you. Thank you. Jungle Kitty and Lena, right? Yes. Hello. We have a podcast. Some of you, we hope, may have heard of it. It's called Look at His Butt. It is inspired and engineered by William Shatner's butt. We are William Shatner's butt girls. <laughs> As we've been called many times. I don't know that anymore. <laughs> so, so we've been doing our podcast for a year and a half. Yep. And we've done over 50 episodes, mostly talking about William Shatner, but talking a lot about Star Trek and... Uh, and, and stand over here. And, okay, and sex. And we sex. talk a lot Lots about sex, of sex. Because that's what Star Trek and William Shatner is all about. <laughs> As we all know. Um, so, so, we are such impulse fans that we have reviewed it twice in the past year, just in case anybody missed it. And um, we're really thrilled to be seeing it on the big screen. With a room full of shat heads. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about this on the podcast, and it will be available sometime this week as soon as I get around to like putting it together. Um, so you can find it at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. It's also on iTunes if you want to look it up there and, and hear yourself, because I'm recording this right now, so this is all going to be in there. And at the end of our little presentation, we're going to ask you a very special favor. Okay. So here are... So there are five reasons out of the many hundreds of reasons why we love Impulse. Five specific things about this movie. Now, people who haven't seen it before won't know what we're talking about, but the rest of you, I think, will know what we're talking about. So tell us with your your applause, your reactions, if you think these are genuine highlights. Okay, number one, uh, we're going to go backwards to the number one. So I guess number five would be um, William Shatner's pimp outfit that he wears. And I actually... um, Printouts, so you can all see. And uh, they're a little small, but I made ten of them, so people want to take it. So if you can see, he's got this giant pimp hat and lapels that are about out to here. And what I want to point out, this is so great that Tiki Goddess is wearing her mother's jacket because William Shatner is wearing my mother's hat. She had that hat. One of our favorites is when William Shatner is out with his date at the amusement park, and he says to her, in all seriousness, hold my hot dog. <laughs> my favorite is, what's the curious character's name? When, Matt, when, Matt Stone. Matt, when Odd Job says to Matt, Matt, you all-time horny. Because <laughs> that's a line that's said a lot in my house. It's so appropriate when spoken to William Shatner. 
Um, another part that we can't actually duplicate is the music in the chase scene when he's chasing Tina, the little girl. So imagine a grown man chasing a small girl. He ends up chasing her through a funeral home, which is kind of weird. But um, there's, a, there's a great drum solo with a little bit of hi-hat in it. It's very, very exciting. We actually use that in our podcast as kind of the, the interval music because we love it so much. Now, um, the next part, number two, and if you've seen this movie, you know it, is the car chase through the car wash. In any other movie, would you ever find it? No. Very slow. Very and you know what? I figured out on the way up here. Why they did that? Why? Because they couldn't get the permit to film a chase in the streets. So they said, where can we film a chase? This car wash. So they broke into a car wash at night. I think they I think they So the number one reason why we love this movie so much, this is a visual, I brought a little prop here, so I'll just switch with you, is a William Shatner's sort of cinema verite. Yeah, and, and our stage show. <laughs> our stage show, part of our stage show. We're yes. going to play a little bit more for you um, at the end of this show. Yeah. But as you have probably figured out, <laughs> what you were hearing was, uh, first of all, the interviews we did at Shatfest. Shatfest. We spoke to Will the Thrill, the guy who, who runs it, and he's wonderful, and we love mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And and then we spoke to a couple other shat heads, mm-hmm. as they call themselves. So shat heads were talking to butt girls, <laughs> and butt girls were talking to shat heads. Uh-huh. And uh, so that was great. And then you heard a little bit, of course, of us up on stage. Yeah, we were totally thrilled that we were allowed to go up on the stage and talk to the audience and tell them our favorite moments in there. It was just so good. So I wanted to describe for the the listening audience, just set the scene. So the Parkway Theater in Oakland is this small old theater and it's in, uh, I wouldn't say a sketchy part of town, but it's not downtown. It's sort of like by a freeway entrance. Um, and there's really tight parking and, you know, you, you get there and there's very hip people hanging out front. There's a little bar next door. And then you go in and there's a, there's a bar where you can get really good alcohol. And I had Newcastle Brown, my favorite beer of all time and popcorn. And they had really good pizza that we pizza had. Pizza was yum. And they have two theaters. 
And the theater that we were in, Theater One, they don't have regular theater seats. They've taken them all out, and they have couches and very comfy chairs and little and, tables. And tables, yes, where you can put your pizza and your popcorn and your beer. Yeah. And, and you can get pictures of beer. Yeah. And bring them to your seats. And, and they'll bring pizza to your seats, yeah. you know, during the movie. So it's so cozy. Oh. So it holds less people than a theater, but it's so much better. And there's room to walk, and there's big aisles, and yeah. you can visit with people. And it's just a wonderful experience. And there's a nice stage. And and um, when they do events like this, the host will get up and they had a wheel that they spun yes. to uh, give away some prizes and things. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really kind of cozy, comfortable, freewheeling evening. And it was perfect for this. Just right. perfect. So Will had explained to us that many of the people who were there had been there on previous years. So these were people who have seen Impulse before and they knew what to expect. Um, and when he got up right at the beginning, um, he was asking how many people are Impulse virgins? And what do you think? Maybe like 10 people? Yeah, 10 or more. Yeah. Something like that. People who were dragged by their friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And you heard in the interviews that the thing that everybody says about the movie is, you know, what's your favorite part? Oh, the chase scene through the car wash. (laughs) (laughs) So that's now passed sort of into legend. Well, and the thing is, you know, okay, this was what, like our third or fourth time seeing this. Uh And we had seen it fairly recently, you know, making people watch it with us at the Sacramento Convention. But I tell you, you get in a group full of people, you're drinking beer, it's up on the big screen, and it's better than ever. It's all fresh. It's it all new. It was so good. <coughs> it was just so good. And people laughed at all the right points. Oh. They paid attention to everything. They whooped and hollered at all the right points. And afterwards, <laughs> Will told us that the audience the year before was much more raucous. Yeah, yeah. Which, so we got to go again oh, next year and goose up that raucous factor. We definitely have to go. But before they showed the movie, we got to talk about what else they showed. Oh, yeah. So um, they had uh, some stuff playing while we were doing these interviews in the lobby. There was a TV there, mm-hmm. and I could see some stuff going on. Um, so what did they show first? They were showing Turnabout Intruder. Right. Um, which on was, the big screen. Which was also really fun to watch with a group of people. Well, and the, the thing is, we were doing our interviews, so we finally went in and got in our seats, probably for like the last 10 minutes of Turnabout Intruder. Yeah. And people, you know, were kind of talking and, and everything like this. And for some reason, as Turnabout Intruder cranked up to its <laughs> its incredibly strange finale, people kind of like shut up and started watching uh-huh. it, laughing and enjoying that. And so that was good. And... Um, then they showed. Uh, it was part of the roast. Oh, they showed part of the roast, and mm-hmm. your comment was it, it wasn't funny with the first time we watched it, and it, it's still not funny. No, <laughs> and um, I believe what we were seeing from the roast was uh, the uncensored, the uncensored, stuff. but it still wasn't, still wasn't funny. Still, still wasn't, wasn't funny. funny. So. and I got to say, most people in the audience didn't seem to think it was that funny. There were a couple people who were maybe had had a little too much to drink or something. <laughs> they point, were laughing. They were laughing hard. But, right. you know, it just watching George Takei insult William Shatner, it's not funny. No. It's really not no. very funny. And then they showed uh, some of Shatner's musical highlights. Yes. <laughs> so we saw Rocket Man. <laughs> Which, seeing it on the big screen, I was able to tolerate it much better than when I see it on YouTube. <laughs> and yeah, I feel the same way. I've never gotten through it on YouTube. Uh-huh. We also saw um, Taxi, yes. the Harry Chapin song. <laughs> which was great. Which was just so bizarre. And then it was um, the Where Is It Written poem and How to Handle a Woman. Which... 
I happen to like. I like the way <clears throat> Phil does it. Yeah. So I could totally relate to what happened right afterwards. It was so funny. It finishes, and the audience is, is People are laughing and hooting and hollering. And just as that dies down, this guy's sort of in the next row ahead of us, but sort of off to the side. I hear him say, that's the gospel according to Shatner. Shut up, man. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> and we went, oh, we went, okay, this is our crowd. We love this place. Oh, it was awesome. So um, everybody sat through the boring part. I was a little worried because some of Impulse is really boring. And I was afraid. But it seemed to be less boring singing in a it, crowd it, it with was, beer. It was less boring and people didn't get restless. I guess yes. that's what I was a little bit worried about. <clears throat> That there might be some, like, rustling or mm-hmm. people starting to talk amongst themselves. But people really watched the movie. Well, and you know what? I couldn't help thinking. Okay, so when we showed it at um, the convention, Sacramento Con, and had people in our room watching it, Kathy Resch was there. And she told me that she remembers seeing it in a movie theater when it first came out and that it cost 75 wow. cents. <laughs> now it's $6. Inflation. Yeah. Uh, but worth it. Oh. Worth, worth every penny. Worth it. Worth seeing it. It was so good. It was so good to see it, and and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again with a sim- with the the same group of people to kind of in- enjoy it again. Yes, you know, it wasn't quite on like a Rocky Horror level. It could get to that though, yeah, you know, yeah. as as the word spreads, <laughs> because people were lining up early to get in. Yeah, and, and when we were doing interviews, Will at one point stopped by and said to us, "You should get in there and and grab seats because yeah, it did. The it, seats it, will go. It totally filled up." Um, we were really happy to also see it with Francine, yes, who who lives fairly close and came with a, a coworker who seemed um, sort of astonished by the whole thing. I he think. Looked, afterwards he looked shell shocked. He did look shell shocked. So I <laughs> hope he had a good time. I hope so too because we didn't get much of a chance to talk to him. And Francine introduced him as somebody she works with, and she had just found out that he's a Trekkie. Right. So he's coming to this, but being a Trekkie doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean you're prepared for impulse. For impulse and the finger shake. <laughs> that goes along with it. I have to say, I was really pleased that people were were really into um, the little sex scene that you see. At least, oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. I, mean, I was a little worried that maybe they would laugh, but people were like, Ooh. It, was great. <laughs> "It was sexy." And somebody said, "Look at that chest hair." Remember that? Oh yeah. 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 So that was good. And we had our, our, our little moment. You know, we'd been yeah. on stage. So they knew we were the butt girls <laughs> and everything. And when there was the close-up of Bill's big white pants clad butt bent over putting the body in the trunk, we yelled out, look at his butt. And Everybody laughed. laughed. And they went, oh, go butt girls. <laughs> yeah, and afterwards, people were talking to us they and were. saying, Thanks, I'm glad you're here. And I was like, oh, okay. It, it was, was so cool. It was good. People seemed really into the fact that we have a pod. So if you are you were there and you're listening now, thank you for being so nice to us. Yes. And, and for welcoming us on our podcast and being interested and understanding about our, our complete and utter dedication to, to Bill. And to Impulse. <clears throat> and to Impulse. Well, and I, I think um, Shapfest could and should grow. Yeah. Because if, if we get, you know, a few more of these these you know, shat, mm-hmm. really shatty shat films <laughs> to Will, mm-hmm. it can, you know, it could play a double feature with, um, uh, White Comanche, yeah. Comanche Blanco. Oh, Comanche Blanco. So the thing is, um, given that the Parkway is an old theater, they need to have these films on 35 millimeter prints. Mm-hmm. And he was saying in the interview, he felt really lucky that he was able to get his hands on an actual movie print of this. And that's what he's looking for now is White Comanche on film. Right. <clears throat> so Although I'm sure any 35 millimeter film you have of, of 
Bill's various nefariousnesses yes. um, would be welcome. So Absolutely. let us know. Yes, that was going to be the next thing. So if you know of things that exist on 35 millimeter, it's possible that Will or, or somebody that he knows could even cut together sort of a... Um, uh, a shat a reel. A shat reel, you know, a best of. <laughs> so that could be really great. I'm, I'm guessing that... Um, they would have the ability to play something. You know, did he transfer Turnabout Intruder from DVD to film? I wasn't I, sure I they were doing I meant to ask it. him about that, and yeah. I don't know. Okay, we should find out about well, that. Well, and, uh, you know, those those uh, the other things he had, the, yeah. the, the, the musical mm-hmm. highlights. Yeah. So, um, so we'll, we'll have to investigate the technical aspects a little bit more. But there is something really neat about seeing a film in a theater like yes. that, as opposed to just watching a DVD being mm-hmm. projected. It was an actual film. And, you know, I was thinking it, it was so much fun and the whole audience was so into it and, and at all the, the highlights, the, the finger pointing and hold my hot dog and everything <laughs> like this. I'm thinking I almost wish I had seen it in the movie theater when it came out because can you imagine the the shock of the of the badness of it? And, well, I'm trying to think, you know, I, I don't think fashions were so bad at the time that that would have passed unnoticed. Like, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't have accepted that. One of the biggest laughs of the night is something I, you know, it's it's like a small thing, but it's almost like, I didn't think it was that funny unless you knew it was coming, but apparently when um when the big Winnebago pulls up and right. it says Karate Joe, <laughs> yeah, Karate Pete, and the audience just screamed. That was so funny. That was so funny. There were so many moments that were just... Like when we watched them, they were funny, but they were so much funnier. You know, the scene where where oh, he, I was out of breath from laughing. At I the was. Car I lost my voice from screaming and <laughs> laughing so much. But what the the scene when they're in the hotel room, when when Bill and Karate Pete are in in the room and they're talking, and and Karate Pete finally gets pissed off and he he smashes the the um. The, the nightstand mm-hmm. and then the lamp falls over and it's such a cheap set and then Bill has to like pick the lamp up and put it back on there because that's the way the scene is lit with the lamp. People were just cracking up. And then Karate Pete says, that could have been your head. <laughs> that was great. And I still swear that was Bill's motel room that he was staying in <laughs> I'm sure. or somebody's motel room. I am sure it was. It was so good. It was just, and, and to see people really react to his, his over the top, the stuff at the end when he had the zombie makeup on <laughs> and everything. Oh, people were going crazy. <laughs> Chase to the funeral home. <laughs> you almost expect the body to sit up and swivel its head, you know, watching them. So this was actually, I mean, I remember being, I, I had forgotten this. Like when we watched it, it was funny. And then I had forgotten about it and we watched it again. And, and again, people reacted. So I don't think we talked about this much. So if you haven't seen Impulse, there's a scene at the end where Bill is chasing this, um, teenage girl i guess she's a teenage girl she's preteen maybe 12 13 12 13 he chases her through a funeral home and apparently she can run a lot faster than he can even though he's much older than her so they run and the way it's shot is she comes in through this door and she kind of backs into this coffin and there's a body in it and she looks really shocked and she's looking around the room and she looks really confused and then she exits and goes upstairs and then she falls down a flight of stairs. Bill comes in and does the same thing. He kind Without of lo- falling down with, the flight of stairs. But he looks at the body and he kind of looks around real puzzled and goes and does something else. And you're thinking, okay, it's like a body that's being ready to be put out for the wake or whatever. <laughs> like you just think it's this room with a body in it. 
And then, like, a minute later, he chases her back down the stairs again, and they come into the room, and there's a funeral going on! <laughs> and he shoves people out of the way, and they're all just like, what? Standing there looking at him. Because they're all locals who got hired to be extras, and none of them know how to respond to anything, so they just sort of stand there. So, I just, and I heard people saying this, I mean... The implications was to be that the funeral was going on the whole time. So that whole scene where they were coming in and bumping into the coffin and, like, looking around the room. The people in the funeral were just going, oh, look, there's someone walking across the front of the room. And then think, you're, you're at this funeral, and th- this happens, and then you hear someone fall down the stairs and go, ah, ah. And then they come back in, and this guy is, like, pushing you out of the way. It was just so incongruous that, that like... First, it was an empty room. And I thought it would really take the edge off your so grief, funny. though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Maybe we can hire people to do that at our oh, funerals. You know, God. write it in our last yeah. wishes that we want that scene from Impulse reenacted. <laughs> we want a chase scene through the funeral. <laughs> that was just and so I want funny. the hearse to chase someone through a car wash. Oh, that would be great. that would be great. That'd be awesome. Oh man, that was funny. So we had the best time. So listen. If Will does this again next year, and he probably will, and you live anywhere within like a 50-mile radius of the parkway there, you have to come to this. It is so much fun. And it 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 is an event. It is a fun, fun event. And the time went by so fast because yeah. given what time it started, I thought, oh, I'm going to get home really late. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that it late. It wasn't that late, yeah. It just, oh, it was a blast. It was, it was everything. And because they serve food there, you don't have to like, you know, you can have your dinner and your pizza and your beer and the whole thing and mm-hmm. just sit and chat with other people. There was an awful lot of socializing going on. It was just, it was so awesome. I had such a good time. Yes. <laughs> it was fantastic. So, you know, Will, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. And, and, and people in the audience, if you're listening, thank you for being such a great audience. And we hope to see you all next year. Yes. We hope you like our show. Maybe you'll be fans and we can organize. We can, like, have a little um, look at his butt fest part of that, too. <laughs> Maybe we'll, like, you know, give out special postcards. Look at his butt and impulse together again. And, um... I don't think we, we talked about this. Will gave us a gift. The Impulse poster. That's right. He did. He gave us an, a beautiful copy. So on the blog, um, I had put up the illustration that he had as, mm-hmm. as a little ad. So he gave us a beautiful, um, it was bigger than um, eight and a half by 11. It was somewhat larger than that. Right. A nice glossy stock and everything. So mm-hmm. we are very happy with we that. We were very, very happy. Nice. Should I tell you why he gave that to us? Because I got there a little before you did and we were talking. And so we talked a little while, and then he said to me, you can't be in the Shatner Trivia Contest. <laughs> I was, like, disappointed. And and I said, well, are the prizes really good? And he said, well, one of them's the poster. And I said, well, I really want that. <laughs> so he just gave it to me. So that wasn't a prize anymore. So so what they did, um, this isn't on the, the recording, but after we um, got done with our little spiel on the stage, um, I had made a, a prop that you can hear people reacting to, which was that I did a screen cap of Bill bending over with his big white butt there, and I printed it out. So it ended up being, I don't know, like four feet by three feet. It was really big. And when we did that, I held it up, and everybody was laughing. And they actually gave that away to an audience member, and I saw that woman leaving with it at the end of the night. She had it all rolled up under her (laughs) arm. Well, okay, whoever got that, I don't know who it was, but if you're listening, I want you to contact us because I am going to urge you in the strongest possible terms to have that autographed at a convention (gasps) by William Shatner. Right across the butt. Right across that's the, the whitest part of it. Yeah, yeah, where else would he write? Oh, that would be awesome. Can you imagine if, if a person put that up, like, in their room? 
or, <laughs> or something as a decoration. All those pieces taped together to yeah. make one big picture. Well, I'm thinking it would be really cool to have that impulse poster autographed. Yeah. If we go to Shatner weekend. Oh, we should totally take that's that. That's what we're bringing. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to tell him about that? Yeah. I think Bill would actually appreciate that. I wonder if Bill would do a guest appearance <gasps> at Shat Fest. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Imagine. He does everything else. I, yeah, like he turned it down. <laughs> uh, well, he says um, he accepted the game show. Because he initially turned it down, and they begged and groveled so much that he started feeling sorry for them and took it. So all we have to do, I mean, we can debase ourselves. Absolutely. Begging, groveling, not a problem. That's right. Yeah. And when he could see Maybe how- that should be our new motto instead of Trek like you've never <laughs> heard it before. Begging, groveling, not a problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know, he would get up there and say... I have absolutely no memory of doing this movie. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I think he would be watching it going... Did that, I do that? No. He'd go, is that Marcy? <laughs> <laughs> did I do her? Oh, that's, God, that's my wife. That's my wife. I, I probably did do her. Yeah. And he'd be looking at that going, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to those clothes? I look good in those. That was my era. Really? I still have that hat. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, um, we should probably wrap this up. Yep. But we just wanted you guys to know that it was it was an amazing time. And we will absolutely be going next year and reporting on it. And maybe we can, you know, drum up a little look at his butt fest to go along with it. So, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks again. And if you haven't seen Impulse, go find it and watch it. You owe it to yourself to see this movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is the worst of Bill's worst. <laughs> And to close, we're going to play the the last little part of our our live on-stage appearance. Right. So listen to this and uh, be happy. Okay. We have a favor to ask of you. We have tried so hard to get Lynn Shatner to say this. And we actually came really close at the Sacramento Convention. But on the commentary, I want the whole audience to say, look at his butt. Ready? I know they can. Oh, my God.